This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Are you rooting for me like I'm rooting for you? Let me hear you get loud like surround sound. This is new Gwen Stefani. It's called Slow Clap. It's honestly the first time I'm hearing this song. Yeah. As we're playing it right now. I didn't mind the very beginning of it. Clap, clap, clap. That made me laugh too. But maybe it's it going to become... like a parody song almost like a yeah. Saturday Night Live skit. Maybe it's going to become the catchiest thing ever. You think? Let's see it. liked her like solo stuff but this I don't know yeah yeah I'm on the fence need to hear it a few more times I guess she's been listening to too much cheesy country music from (laughs) Blake Shelton's library anyway she's getting some nice work done too man on her face i don't know what yeah. she's doing do you think but... that's work or is it just makeup and uh, oh no i think she's cream. getting like some fillers and stuff but yeah. she, she really looks good man uh, how uh, what i want to know with gwen stefani is how she can keep her hair so white blonde <laughs> whatever color you call that mm-hmm. and uh i would imagine that the hair care products she must use to make her hair that color indefinitely must just destroy the hair like how is her hair not to falling out of it? her head yeah she bleaches it pretty uh you'd have to right to yeah. get it to be that blonde but listen everyone bleaches their hair first before like you put color into it i know but at that level is that normal i mean um, i i really don't know much about that world professional i guess you'd have to put more bleach in i remember um dating a guy in university and he always wanted blue hair so he went and he was getting his hair bleached before they were putting the blue in. Yeah. And he's like, is my scalp supposed to be like burning? And is uh, it? So she took it off and uh, his scalp had like burns on it. Oh my God. And he was getting it done at a high end salon, by the way. So some people I think are just more susceptible, have a more sensitive scalp than other people. Maybe she's just got like a yeah cement scalp and she can handle anything. Yeah. She's not really like what I would uh, consider to be my ideal soulmate. Like her look, it's that red lipstick, you know? I know, you, you know? hate red lipstick. She, and she, she doesn't just, leave the house without it, That's really. right. Yeah. Like she's like always wearing the reddest lipstick pretty much all the time. She's she says, also like way too done up all the time. Like she just puts a lot of work into her, her look and that's not my thing. Although I think Bundes is uh, into that. Yeah, sure. I love the red yeah. lipstick and I'm a fan of that kind of like white hair. Something about it. It reminds me of Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, no, I, I, I think that I like the hair and everything. It's uh, it's just the makeup is just uh, 
I'm more of a natural look kind of person. She will go outside with no makeup on except for lipstick. Like she says that's kind of her armor almost. Yeah. And then she'll just throw big sunglasses on and you think she's all done up, but she's really just wearing that bold red lip. But yeah. it's become it becomes signature to to her look. Yeah. Right? Just like Blake Shelton's leather jacket. Does he wear a leather or jacket? Or a jean a lot? jacket. Yeah. He's always got like a jacket on. Always. Yeah. He's not like, uh, although I guess Adam Levine's not on The Voice anymore. He would always uh, change it up. He'd either go, he'd be like T-shirt season or a uh, big bulky sweater season. Adam. <laughs> uh, anyway, welcome to the Take Two podcast. Here we go. And Bundes is in charge of curating the clips that he will play back from our weekly radio show. Hey, Bundes, do you put the Friday song? In uh, this podcast? No. no, not usually. We got a request because we did the Friday song at a different time. and people. No, are like, we're not you, doing that. Can you put it in the podcast? I no. missed it. Tell them to listen at the right time. I well, say weekly podcast, <laughs> uh, weekly radio show, but it's a daily radio show and it's a week's worth of like just sort of uh, Highlights, yes. Yeah. No, don't put the Friday song in there. Well, people get sad when they miss it. And well, we do shuffle it around a little but bit. The, the problem with putting it in the podcast is it's that it's not, not Friday. Friday. Like, if you yeah. listen to it on Tuesday tomorrow. Or I know. Yeah. Okay. I tried, yeah. guys. Guys, you heard me try. I'm sorry. sorry. Yeah. sorry. <laughs> what I am going to put in there is Harvard did a little study on what people actually think of bald people. Oh, my God. Right? What a shocking study. Yeah. I literally skipped that story because I didn't want to offend Tucker because I was like, oh, geez, this is harsh. <laughs> this is a lot. <laughs> and it wasn't just like bald guys. It was bald women who uh, could be like suffering through alopecia or maybe in treatment for something. Yeah. People, yeah. Stereotypes going on there. What else you got? Um, uh, TikToker put up uh, a video explaining that if you're interested in, you know, having a long-term relationship with someone, you should probably change that three-date rule to the 12-date rule. Yeah, the new 12-date rule. You know... Maybe that's the secret. Maybe the 12-day rule is the secret to like making sure couples are going to go the distance. Yeah, and what did Professor Bundes have to say about the 12-day rule? Yeah, yeah. Mm. And uh, Maura, you uh, dropped a little bomb on us today about Netflix not um, allowing people to share passwords anymore potentially in the upcoming future. Yeah. And uh, that kind of got everybody a little fired up. <laughs> we had a little debate about that. Yeah, that's right. We got angry. We got worked up. Okay. Well, there's lots to listen to. And thank you for checking out the Take Two podcast. Now back to Gwen Stefani and Slow Clap. Almost. Almost. You know what? It's going to be one of those songs that grows on me. I know it. It is Tucker and Mora. Let's get down to it. Yes. What does society really think of people who have lost their hair? 
And do bald people get treated differently? Mm-hmm. Harvard researchers. You, you may have heard of Harvard, right? I mean, like, it's, it's a big deal. Harvard researchers showed a series of images to 2,000 people. What they did is they took stock pictures of people, mm-hmm. and then they edited those pictures to show them in different states of hair loss Okay, to simulate different things. Like one is just like bald, no hair on top. And then uh, one is like full head of hair. Okay. And then another one is like not only bald on top, but also no eyebrows or eyelashes. And what do you think they found? I would bet that most people, when they saw a bald person, uh, did not rate them as high as with hair. Like they didn't see them as as inviting or likable. Well, you know likeable what? Or... That was a trick question. People love bald people, but we know how you feel. Okay. Oh, <laughs> boy. Watch into that one. <laughs> not very inviting that's oh. so interesting what other thoughts do you think they had <laughs> <laughs> you know i'm joking 17 percent of the people that took part in this were uncomfortable having physical contact with somebody with hair loss that's almost one in five and they were showing men and women because men and women can both have hair loss issues. 100%. Of course, you know, male pattern baldness, like that sort of hair loss is more prevalent with males. But there's lots of other things that could cause women to lose their hair, including being in treatment for things. Yep. Six percent of people said they wouldn't be comfortable hiring someone with hair loss. What do you think the percentage of people that found the people with hair loss unattractive what do you think that number was? Bundes? 100%. I guess we know how you feel. Oh, come on. Seriously, seriously, what do you think the number is? I would say like 35%. Ah. It's not that high, you jerk. Okay. <laughs> it's pretty close, though. Pretty close. 27% of people found hair loss to be unattractive. Well, there you go. That Doesn't that make you feel better? Because it could have been 100%. Some people said, ah, it doesn't bother doesn't me. Matter. The majority of people said it didn't bother them. What percentage of people look at people with hair loss as being unintelligent? Bundes? <laughs> I just love throwing Bundes <laughs> under the bus. I, I, I don't know about this. I think about someone like Plato or Socrates or Aristotle. Like, they they were bald. Yeah, I'm going to so. say only 15%. <laughs> you just it's love not, playing that sound. It's, not, uh. it's nowhere near that high, you jerk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Bundus, you insensitive. It's 4%. 4, which is still too high. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my god. I can't work with this guy anymore. <laughs> I can't work with this guy. Do you share your Netflix password with anyone? Well, the good old days of sharing passwords is about to come to an end, my friends. Oh, they're on to us. They know. They know what's going down. They know. So what are they going to do? Okay. Do they check IP addresses? Because that would be my fear. My, you know, my mom lives alone. Yep. I thought about like just giving her my password. The problem is we we have four in our family who all use it on different devices at different times. Mm-hmm. So I felt like we were already taxing the system enough. Sure. But uh, how, how are they going to get people? Well, they're exploring ways to find out who's sharing with who and to make it stop. And some people are going to start 
uh, seeing a pop-up message when they get onto Netflix. And it's going to say, if you don't live with the owner of this account, you need your own account to keep watching. And then they're going to ask you for a verification code. And it's going to get sent to the main account holder. So, you know, if you... And you got like, you got to enter it right away. You got to enter it right away. So then you basically, every time you log in, you might have to have whoever's paying for the account handy so they can pass you the four-digit code or whatever. Right, which is going to get old really fast. Right? That's so dumb. Is that not lame? Why is I that mean, dumb, though? I mean, yeah. because, like, for me, is a perfect example. I have a Netflix account, right? I live by myself, but I upgraded my plan so that I could have a family plan where my mom or my dad could watch it. Mm-hmm. So now I got to get a text from my mom or my dad every time at 11 o'clock at night when they yes. want to watch a movie. Yes. Like, yeah. Yeah, well, they, and uh, it's I, meant for a household. You're you're living but, in different households. So, you're cheating the system. What, but then I'm but by paying for the plan. So now I have to cancel my plan or downgrade it, Down? and they have to uh, get a regular plan for them. Well, yes. no, first of all, there's no upgraded plan for Netflix to have more than one person. Yes, isn't there is. Isn't it one charge? No, there's like you can have one account or you could have multiple accounts or multiple profiles on multiple the account, which costs more money. Yeah. yeah. Like, what if Bundes's parents were actually like that's what he considered the cottage, right? Right? Yeah. And his Netflix account, he wanted to have access to it at the cottage. Okay, I got the solution. Yes. Because uh, I, I don't know if you'd have to provide a phone number. I suspect an email address would be enough. Just create a shared email address that you all have access to. <laughs> so when they send out the code, you, you know, can check you it. You can check it. That like some, you know, like option, the yeah. Bundus family at gmail.com, you know? You yeah. know what upsets me? What's that? I don't think there's many companies that have made more money during the pandemic than <laughs> freaking Netflix. <laughs> so let us share the odd account while we're locked down, Netflix. Yeah! Please. You know what I'm saying? Oh, what? You want more money? Oh, okay. <laughs> God. Maybe wait yeah. a little while. Till the pandemic blows over. Sorry. <laughs> Getting upset. Getting worked up over She's here. fired up. Oh, boy. <laughs> the Hulk. You're like <laughs> the Incredible Hulk. She just busted out of the shirt she was wearing. <laughs> Hope you brought an extra one. We just got a text from Matthew clarifying the whole Netflix account sharing thing. This makes a lot of sense. With the basic plan, you can't use Netflix on two devices at the same time. Whereas if you have the family plan, you could have somebody upstairs watching a show, somebody in the basement watching a show, somebody in a different household watching a show all simultaneously. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. That's that's what I meant. Hmm. You know, my Spotify, I had to upgrade when my kids got to an age where they wanted to have their own playlists and I didn't want their stupid songs coming up in my (laughs) songs you listen to the most in 2019. (laughs) All of a sudden I put it on and it's like, it's raining tacos. (laughs) You know, like when that that came into up in my like top 10 for the year, I was like, okay, that's it. (laughs) We're getting our own individual accounts. That is the worst song. Oh yeah. There There were terrible songs coming up in my because you listen to this you probably like that yeah and then you'd be having like a nice house party and it's raining tacos (laughs) would come on or baby shark yeah it's awful yeah so it's just bad timing because everyone's watching so much netflix right now and uh you know they shouldn't be asking for more money and everyone create their own account please they're already making so much money right now it doesn't matter it doesn't matter they want more yeah Capitalism. <laughs> if it was your company, would you be like, uh, if, you, if your bar was having a good night, 
Mm-hmm. And people were like, oh, let's order another round. What, you're going to make us pay for this one? Haven't you made enough money tonight? <laughs> Would you ever be like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Open no. bar for the rest of the night. Oh, yeah, right. You no, know? But, but perhaps but... If, you, if you jack the prices up. You know that might that might kill the vibe, like, right? And people might want to not not want to come back to your bar if all of a sudden you jack the price up. Like, no. yeah. Netflix had a good thing going. I might not keep Netflix anymore because I got Prime now. Like I'm not going to pay just for me. Like the reason I did that was so that I could allow my family to use the yes, account. Yes, Bundy. And I don't like Netflix is not putting out the greatest stuff anymore. So yes. like maybe I'm just going to switch to Amazon. Screw you, Netflix. You know how often I'm I done. go to Netflix. I'm like, there's nothing here I want to watch. What's the best movie you've watched in the last three months, Maura? On Netflix. Yeah. What was the movie you were raving about? You know to what? Me? You know what? The Trial of the Chicago oh, Seven. I was going to say. What platform was that on? <laughs> That was on Netflix. I was so going. So look, look, look at you just ripping on them, and lo and behold, you're like, you're saying they don't put out any good stuff. It was just nominated for all kinds of awards. I watched it. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I would also say they did recently add a fabulous movie that was released back in 2014 called RoboCop. And oh, I was yeah. like, oh, yeah. that Who was- gets paid when people watch that <laughs> terrible movie? <laughs> A movie that is like it's, often referred to as the big mistake in the RoboCop franchise. Is it often referred to? I don't think. <laughs> I'm sure. I, I'm sure if you asked them, they would say it was I, the big mistake. No, no, no. I think that's the first time anyone has ever referred to that movie as a big mistake. As a matter of fact, many a folk enjoyed that retake. On uh, a classic movie. Well, we from know the, the fir- we know the first one was a hit movie, right? Uh-huh. Which is why they made RoboCop two. RoboCop two actually is rated lower than uh, your reboot. There you go. Okay, so that might have been the big mistake. <laughs> <laughs> and then they tried to fix the big mistake by you know reviving it with your version. And it was still it was very a little bit of a mistake. Very exciting to see RoboCop yeah. in the top. It was number two for a while on Netflix. Yeah, it's because you won't shut up about it. (laughs) (laughs) It could be true, yeah. Uh. 61% of men have experienced a nick or a cut down below while grooming. Of course. That number should be 100. It should be 100? Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. If you're if you're using clippers down there, there's no way you haven't slipped once in your life. Oh yeah, you slip, and you never forget it. Once you once it happens once, yes, that's the thing. You're never the same. They you have say this fear. they say that men have anxiety about it yeah. because 61 percent of men have experienced a cut or a nick, and then it gives you anxiety about that whole manscaping procedure. Some people never manscape ever again. Uh, my buddy almost took it right off. I, what? Clippers yeah. gone wild? I remember um, it was a Saturday night and it was late and he was getting ready to go out for uh, a little hookup. And I think he left the clipper on the counter uh-huh. and then he kind of like leaned in to pop a zit. <laughs> oh! And then, but how do you left the clippers, he, clippers on? on? The clipper was, was on and, and, oh. and he, didn't, he didn't bother to turn it off. So when he kind of leaned forward, he... he oh, called. no. And I remember I went to go visit him in the hospital and he was distraught. In the hospital? Yeah, he, he was yeah. distraught. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> in the hospital? Oh, yeah. He had to get stitched up. He couldn't use it oh. for... Stitches? Yeah, he couldn't use it anymore for a while. <laughs> How many stitches did he have to get, Bundes? I think there was like six that had to. Oh. 
Date night canceled, I guess. I'm still looking for the perfect clippers. You see them on your Instagram ads and stuff come up every now and then. They'll be like, oh, yeah, this. You can't penetrate skin. Forget about it. There's no perfect set of clippers. About the best I've found so far, I think, is the, um, the one blade. 22% of men say they'd rather go to a dentist than to groom their groin. <laughs> So, <laughs> That's crazy. Guys, uh, both of you uh, doing that today? Good luck. I wish you the best of luck. Let's talk around Mora. You know, we got a text when we were talking about manscaping accidents that might happen. Oh. Bundes was telling us about a friend of his who was trying to manscape before a date, ended up in the hospital instead of on the date. I still don't understand, though, the move. <laughs> I mean, like, that's a real rookie move. He puts the clippers down on the uh, vanity or whatever, yeah. on. They're I mean, still turned they're on. They're still turned on, and then he <laughs> leans in to deal with something else, and he ends up uh, going right into oh it. Oh, my God. Oh. We got a text from Luke who said he had a similar situation that he got caught once with the Clippers and he was not going to see a doctor because he was too embarrassed. So he super glued it close. <laughs> the cut. He just handled that with a little super glue. I mean, I guess it would do the trick. I guess. Yeah. I mean, don't people do that? Like if you're, you know, in hiking and you can't get back yeah. to, to get stitches, isn't super glue a thing you can do? Like sailors who are sailing across an ocean and they're weeks away from any kind of medical help. If they had an accident, they could uh, either stitch or and or glue themselves back together. But usually you're using like a medical grade glue and not just, a, you know, <laughs> crazy glue or something of that nature. But maybe it doesn't even matter. Dave just sent us a text. Oh. Do you want another one? I yeah. don't know. I don't I know. I don't know. This happens all the time, apparently. It does happen. I would say for me, I mean, not like where I would need to seek medical attention, but oh. a Nicara or a... You know, like I would say out of five times it happens once. Yeah. Right. Just just the wrong ugh, wrong yeah. angle. Yeah. And away you, you get go. a little too confident. Yeah. So Dave said he took a big chunk of skin out down there with his scissors. With his scissors? He said he was a... <laughs> what? what? He weird. was a teenager at the time uh. and he just using the kitchen scissors. <laughs> it's just like he's getting a little too fancy like he's one of those cooks at those Japanese restaurants where they're cutting things with up the on knives? the grill. Flipping things around. <laughs> Edward Scissorhands over there. Oh my God. Yeah, no. Peter says, you know, apparently super glue was first used to close wounds and then it was uh, used for other things okay. in the commercial market. So perhaps Luke turning to the super glue was not such a bad idea. Just be More, careful do, today. Can you, you can't relate to this. No, I can't say that I've ever had a clipper incident. I was once given a Brazilian, even though I didn't ask for one. Yeah, different story. <laughs> different story. <laughs> and it's so funny because the person who was doing the waxing did the same thing to a girlfriend of mine. She did not ask for a Brazilian. Mm. You can go Brazilian or you can go French, mm -hmm. which is more just the sides. And I was going French. She turned me Brazilian and said, whoops. I took it all off. Probably easier for them to do that, right? <laughs> and she did the same thing to my friend. I'm like, this is a serial Brazilian waxer on the loose. <laughs> and people need to be warned. 
Uh, well, thank you for the text. Always appreciate the interaction. Instead of finding yourself in a sexless marriage, why not start out that way <laughs> from the get-go? This could be perfect for a guy like Bundes who has like severe commitment issues. Okay. Sucker <laughs> Amaro, by the way. A uh, couple is making news because they decided to get married even though they didn't have a romantic relationship. Mm-hmm. They figure they share all the same goals in life. And they're aligned on pretty much everything. Mm -hmm. So why not take sex out of the equation and just get married and be a couple as two best friends? Wow, Um, that's interesting. They're even like co-raising a child together. They have a foster child. This would be perfect for a guy like Bundes, who doesn't want to necessarily commit with one person. You just find like a broski, you guys get married, you share like, you know, and you're asking, well, why even bother get married? Why not just be like roommates? Well, because then you get some of the benefits of being married, like uh, joint benefits at work. Oh. For example, there's certain yeah. tax breaks that come along with being married. Yeah, I mean, I love my bros, but I can't live with any of those dudes. There's no way. I mean, when... We- even like when we were young, there was one house that we had. It was a pigsty. It oh, was it was God. a party yeah. house. Dishes everywhere, clothes everywhere. Like and like most of these guys, the only reason their homes look good now is because they have wives. <laughs> That's the truth. You know, and there's yeah. no there's no way I could live with a yeah, bro. The only way I live you, with someone. Maybe you haven't met the right bro. Like <laughs> like say someone like me, for example. I think we're both aligned in the sure. fact that we're both clean and tidy, and we're set in our ways. We each have our different floors, and then all of a sudden, it's like. You know, this is working out really well, this living together, Bundes. Yeah. Not bad. And then you guys father a child together. You got a fast car, I got a boat. Maybe we could do a little <laughs> swapping from time to time. You yeah. go for a sale, I go for a rip in the vet. That would be hilarious. <laughs> we share the car, we share the boat. You know? Uh-huh. I mean, this is assuming like we're in another alternate universe where I'm not married with kids and stuff. And then, yeah, you know, like we want to pick up. We got our own room. Yeah. Maybe we build a house that has two master bedrooms with ensuite bathrooms. Also, that's maybe that's a, perfect. That's another problem, right, Tucker? So when you go out to the bar, if we go out to the yeah. bar together, we pick up and we bring the girls individually. Like you know, we do we're, we split off when we're doing our own things, and we bring the girl back to our place, yeah. and then you bring the girl back to our place, and it's like, oh, that's my roommate. Right. You know, as older no, men. No, that's it, my husband. Okay, that's my, that's my husband. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're married yeah. here. Don't, don't belittle our relationship already. Yeah. It just started. <laughs> yes. Okay. I, I feel that... Um, this is my non-romantic husband, Tucker. This is my non-romantic husband, Tucker. I yeah, feel yeah. like a lot of women might find that unattractive, you know? We're or... Not, we're not 21 anymore. Would or... they find it very refreshing? Yeah. You know, like, oh, wow, I'm not going to feel pressured to yeah. commit to this guy. He's already made a commitment to somebody else. Oh my god. He's not going to box me in. Next time you come over, we'll have Tucker make his famous eggplant parmesan. It's to die for. (laughs) You'll love it. Maybe this is the beginning of something that's going to become much more common in the years to come. Maybe. It's Tucker Amora. What's it like to have a toxic relationship? Uh, I feel like you want one. No, I don't. I'm like, <laughs> I, I uh, maybe it's just a numbers thing. I haven't had enough relationships to have ended up in a toxic relationship. Maybe I'm just not attracted to people that would give off that vibe. And I'm not talking about an abusive relationship. I'm just talking about one of those relationships where, where you fight. you're just like button heads on everything. 
and everything's an issue. And uh, I, I mean, I used to work with someone and their whole thing with their husband is, oh, we love hard and we fight hard. And I just thought to myself, sounds like, stressful. I, it sounds like it's a, a lot of energy into those fights and mm-hmm. all that. And they, and they would fight in front of people like they didn't care, you know, because they love hard. But they fight hard. Yeah, I'm I like, have friends oh. like that too that that uh, fight in public, and I think they get high. Now I've decided, okay, they actually like doing this. They storm out of restaurants. Yeah, uh, well, you know, <laughs> I, I think of this person, and there's a lot of drama in their life, and they don't talk to me now because of something they think happened that didn't really happen. Right. Yeah. So you know, some people are addicted to the drama, I guess. Yeah. But you know, if you're going to have someone like that, you don't want to be with somebody else who's also addicted to the drama because then. That's when you get like the a toxicity overload. I think that's the kind of person they need, though, because I, yeah. when when I've been in a relationship that's high drama, I I can't handle it, and I I I leave. You know, yeah. I've 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 had a guy that I was dating, and we would fight, and I remember the the breaking point was I don't even remember what we were fighting about, but we were at a bar fighting, and I grabbed him by like the shirt lapels. Pulled him close to my face and yelled, F you! <laughs> and it was like so much emotion, you know? <laughs> and then I pushed him back and left. And that was it. That was the breaking point. That's right. I honestly. I'm a bad fighter. I can't imagine that. I I don't think I've ever seen you fired up about anything. That's what six years we've been working together. I know. Together. Can you imagine you being so mad that you grab someone and no. pull them right up to my face? I remember putting his face right in my face and then yelling, screaming in his face, and pushing him back. <laughs> and of course, like I wish I had something witty to say, you know, some great one liner. By the way, you never think of those things till after. All I could say was "f you," yeah, you know, well, so uncreative. Sometimes that does the job. <laughs> Steve sent us a text. He said, I once dated a girl that got even more mad at me because I didn't get angry. Oh, yeah. Why aren't you feeling this? Can't you see? (laughs) I'm fine over here. I don't know what your problem is. (laughs) That drives people insane when you don't react. Thanks for the text. It is Takara Amora. If you believe in the three-date rule, turns out you've been doing it wrong, especially if you're a woman. Mm-hmm. A lot of people believe you got to have like three solid dates in before you're going to jump into bed with somebody. Mm-hmm. The three-date rule should, in reality, according to this expert, yeah, it should be the 12-date rule. This video has gone viral on TikTok. Have a listen. I'm a professional matchmaker and I suggest to my followers and my clients that you should wait 12 dates before having sex. Let's talk about why. So when you have sex, you release this hormone called oxytocin, also known as the cuddle hormone. And if you're a woman, you can quite literally become blind to seeing all the red flags or pink flags of the person you're dating. So my suggestion is to just wait a little bit, discover if you actually like this person and figure out if they have the red flags you're not looking for. What do I mean by that? Figure out what they're like on a bad day, what they're like on a good day, what they're like when you're having a bad day, and more importantly, what they're like when you're having a good day. By intentionally spending time 
dating, talking, you'll discover a lot of that. There you go. Yeah. So the the takeaway is that uh, women release oxytocin and it blinds them of mm. the red flags. Yeah. And so you got to figure out if there's red flags before you go to that step. And in order to find out if there are red flags, you got to spend enough time, which is apparently 12 dates. Yeah. I don't disagree with that. I found that um, I know my husband and I right now, when we first started dating, we we weren't doing much off the top. Ah, yeah. We made him wait. And he was fine with that because I was just going through a divorce. So I didn't want to overcomplicate things and rush into something. But, um, you know, obviously it's your prerogative. If you're just hooking up with somebody and it's just a hookup, then whatever. But if you're looking for something more serious, and I know Bundes would agree, mm-hmm. it's always about making them wait. When's the last time you were dating someone and you waited 12 dates? Um, (laughs) that would probably be about two years ago the last girlfriend i had prior like prior to the friday night lady friend yeah the last like real girlfriend i had yeah she made me wait 12 dates yeah she made me wait man and did you was it driving you nuts yeah and it worked and i got sucked into something that i like for two years that i probably shouldn't have stayed in that long for oh really yeah so is it the is does it have the opposite opposite effect on you whereas if you wait too long then you end up getting sucked into something i built a relationship with her and and the allure of wanting and like desiring her so bad all that compounded with like you know just getting nowhere doing things and building like a regular routine around this person Mm -hmm. she just became part of my life and it was like almost like at that point it was like i needed to just i needed to accomplish it right yeah when i finally did it was like i already kind of had a life with this girl so i was like okay let's let's keep going but she wasn't the nicest person to me, let's say. Like, okay. I did a lot for her, and she never returned the favor. Uh, it was not uh, so, well, so it's almost like, yeah, you become <laughs> blinded to the red flags because you were interested in the chase, whereas the reverse happens with women. Yes, we can see yeah. all the red flags because we're not interested in the chase. Wow. Want to know how many dates Deb and I waited? Sure. First date, real date. Really? Yeah. We're still together, so... There you go. It was just right. Sometimes but, you know, a maybe, match is a match. Maybe it's just because I'm such a great person that she uh, managed to stick around after that, you know? Yeah. Maybe there were no red flags to worry about. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> 12 dates is the new norm. Okay. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. What do you do when your parents change the password on your gaming console and you can't get in and you can't game with your pals and you can't... You know, yeah. do what you like to do. What do you do? I'll tell you what you don't do. You don't call 911. No. They don't want to hear from you. <laughs> Halton Police tweeted about this, and it's uh, got a pretty good reaction. Oh, this isn't like out of Florida? No, this is Oakville. Kid <laughs> oh. in Oakville. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, this isn't like, yeah, in the middle of nowhere in the state of Florida. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I thought you were getting at. This no. happened in Oakville. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Okay. Halton Police uh, tweeted out, never thought we'd have to say this, but here we are. Mom changing your Xbox password is not a reason to call 911. <laughs> yes, this happened. 
Wow. We don't know much about what happened to the kid because you could get up to like a $5,000 fine. Uh, and I guess if you do it enough, there could be like maybe, you know, further charges related to calling police, ambulance, fire, you know, when well, it's you're wasting their time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you ever have like your console taken away from you? What was your punishment, Bundis? I would get punished quite a bit because I was always getting in trouble. Um, I remember I had a bar of sh- soap shoved down my mouth once, which was very uncomfortable. <laughs> Did you really? That's so Foul old mouth. school. That is old school. I like it. I've been chased around with a broom and uh, a wooden spoon a few times. Yeah. Um, but like with my mom, I always managed to get out of any punishment she put on me. She's, she's like, you know. She's a softie. She's my mom. But yeah. my dad, no. If my dad was mad and he punished me, I was screwed. The worst one I ever got was when I had that crazy party at my house that kind of got out of control. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, you Didn't you call the cops? No. No, I didn't call oh, the cops. they came home. They ended up coming yeah. home earlier than expected, and they were the ones that shut the party down. My dad was so angry at me. He grounded me for three months, and for three months, I couldn't do anything. Like, it was like I came home and after school, and that was it. Like, no, I wasn't allowed to see anybody. I wasn't allowed to talk to anybody. I wasn't allowed to go anywhere on the weekends. Oh could you God. watch TV, though? I could watch TV. Okay. I could do whatever at home, but I wasn't allowed to leave the house in any in any kind of capacity. Yeah. No See, that's social how mo- life. Most people get grounded that way. When I was grounded, I, I forget what I did. I think I got caught stealing money from my uh, stepdad or my mo- mom or something. Mm-hmm. Grounded for two weeks. And it was like full on in the room. In a no cell. No TV. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Like allowed out to eat or go to school, but come home right away, mm-hmm. back in the room. Man. Nothing. This is before the iPhone. You know, it's not like I had some device where I could kill time. I literally just had to just sit, sit in this there. room and, I don't know, pick up a book or I. what do you do? Pick up a book! I don't even think I did that. I think I just stared at the wall for two weeks straight. Do you ground your daughters, Tucker? Like, is that something that happens and how do they react to uh, it? We would, but uh, luckily our daughters, like, if we step in, they usually toe the company line. But, you know, <laughs> we're, just, we're just getting to that age where things could get a little more interesting. My kids are 12 and 14, so. Here we go. 14. This is, and, you know, the pandemic has kind of slowed things down in terms of the freedoms and yes. mobility. Yes. But yeah, I think, you know, that usually comes in the next four years. You know what the biggest thing in our house that we can do is? I have the ability to shut off anybody's device. I can pick the device. I can shut it off. I got screen time set up. I can can make it so the data doesn't even work, you know, other than to make a phone call, which maybe they'll call 911 when I do that. (laughs) But not a good idea. Halton Police want you to know that. It's Tucker and Mora. What's going on, Daryl? Hey, guys. How are you today? We're doing well. Thanks for coming on the air. You're so, so welcome. I had to call because all this punishment stuff made me think about my life as a kid with a sports dad and the funny punishments that you used to get as sports stuff. Um, my dad, if you didn't work hard enough in a practice or a game, would come down to the dress room and tell you to stay in your full equipment. And then you'd run beside the car on the way home to make sure you got the work in that you didn't get. Oh, (laughs) my God. Oh, (gasps) we joke about that. Honestly, we make that joke on our uh, with the other parents of like the all the other hockey parents. Yeah. If we lose a game, we'll be like, looks like everybody's walking home now, you know, (laughs) but we're not serious. You know, we don't care that much. (laughs) You have to jog next to the car in your full hockey gear. Full hockey equipment with just running shoes and jog beside the car on the way home. Um, days the dad would rent the ice just for my brother and I to have a practice just for the three of us to make sure that we got a proper practice. 
Wow. He would rent the ice himself. Himself, just for the three of us to go out for an hour and would run practices just for the three of us. Oh, um, my God. I mean, on one hand, like, some people might look at that as a real dedication for your kids to, like, have an opportunity to be on the ice. But if you guys didn't want to be on that ice in that moment, that's where the problem that's, is, yeah. you know? Yeah, and unfortunately, I think that had good intentions and ultimately pushed probably my brother out of the game a lot faster than he would have. You've always got that worry if there wasn't enough or you didn't play hard enough or you didn't shoot hard enough that there was a punishment coming and it just got to the point where it was like, oh, this isn't fun anymore. Hey, Bundes, when you were a hockey goalie, did your dad ever tie you to the uh, post of a net and then just take shots on you <laughs> until you got comfortable with the puck coming at you? Uh, I was a little bit of the opposite. I used to ask my dad to yell at me when I was playing a game. Like, if I felt like I wasn't... Uh, mentally all there i would ask him to like literally yell at me and make from me, the stands from the stands or from behind the bench or whatever I, I wanted him to yell at me and get me fired up so i so that i thought i was playing bad so that i would find the motivation to start playing better do you know what i mean <laughs> yeah and my mom would get so mad at him because he would just because i would like skate off to him during a, a whistle and be like hey yo can you just start yelling at me he's like what what just, just yell at me and then he would start firing at me and my mom would come down and be like what are, what are you, you doing, doing? <laughs> yeah embarrassing the whole family you asked for it. <laughs> now, when he yells at you, does he call you Bundus? Does he call you Christopher? Or does he call you out by your number? Hey, Seven! Kick it up out there! Um, he, I don't even want to say this because the nickname that he... that he Okay, you, this is going to come back to haunt me. Okay, but my, my sister, when she was younger, she couldn't say Chris. She, she would call me Jizz. <laughs> she would? Yeah. Okay. Um... So it's so cute. My, my my dad has no idea what that means, and he just started to call me Jizz. So uh, even as a thirty-three-year-old man to this day, he still calls you. He that? still calls me Jizz. <laughs> term of endearment. Yes, because what my sister called me when she was a baby. She couldn't say Chris, so for some reason she said Jizz. Yeah, Jizzy. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jizzy, Jizz, yeah. And that is... Like, you know, like a kid who might call their grandma, like, Baba or something, Baba, like, because yeah. they, what, they can't pronounce what, uh, you know, she wanted to be called. Or... Sure. Yeah. So he would yell? Jizz! <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bring it up, Jizz! Yeah! <laughs> Thank God you don't play hockey anymore. Could you imagine today? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Daryl, thanks for coming on with us. I mean, I'm still here, and now I'm just laughing about my sister's dad yelling, Jim! Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right? Come on, Jim! Yeah, yeah. Thank, Thank you, you Daryl. Yeah, you too. Man. We have a flood of texts. About Bundes' <laughs> About nickname that yeah. you, will, you will never live that down. I, I, know, I know. How have we worked with you for two years and this story has well, never come well, up? How, how do you think? You think he wants this out there? We stumbled upon it. Yeah, it that's like, that's like luck. when you're just playing in the sand and it's like, boom, oh, a piece of gold right, right. here and all that dirt. Mm-hmm. Since the pandemic began, we've been doing something way more at home and it's not watching netflix or learning a new instrument guys one of the main ways we have been spending all that extra time locked up cooped up at home in this past year has been repeatedly getting it on with ourselves oh yeah 50 percent of us say we're having 
way more self-love sessions. Oh, yeah. More frequently than ever before. Hey, Tucker, you're looking pretty good in that mirror. (laughs) You want to come with me to the bedroom? Uh, okay. (laughs) Let's do it. Oh, wow. Is this the conversation that happens in your head? Well, what what about Deb? She's like (laughs) working from home. She's two floors up. What are we going to do? Don't worry about Deb. That's why you got a lock on the door, buddy. (laughs) Oh, yeah. There is a lock on the door, isn't there? Yeah. That's how it plays out, eh? Three out of ten people are doing it more than once a day. Oh, boy. Bondus is... Silent. Hey, Tucker. <laughs> I'm still here. Right over here. We could go back in there if you yeah, want. Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> You're already in there today. Don't worry about it. That meeting Deb's on is going way long today. Uh, you sure? <laughs> This is quite the romantic scene you're playing out for us right now. The average single person, I mean, this is next level, okay? The average single person says they've done it three times a day. Oh, geez. Over the past year. Hey, Tucker. (laughs) Leave me alone. (laughs) We've spent too much time together already. Done with you. (laughs) Yeah, three times a day. Okay, so three times. That's uh, okay. Come on. Almost sixty percent of us have no plans to stop our new higher frequency (laughs) once everything opens up again. And one in ten people say they actually like the self love more than the love with the other people. In our lives. Well, that's the problem, right? Yeah, and that becomes the problem. That becomes a problem. You're right. That's why you were abstaining for a while, wasn't it? To bring that energy back down? Uh, Well, one, yes, the kundalini energy to try and put that to better use. I found that I I was becoming desensitized to sex. Like it was mm. just another thing and I wasn't enjoying it as much as I used to. Because yes. you go it, on a computer and there's so many different stimulants yeah. and there's so many things that you can change constantly and you yes. get dopamine, 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 and then it's like a real person doesn't do that. You can't change the look of a person look, like that, you know. Yes. You want you want a great example of that? Watch the newest Chris Rock comedy special that's on Netflix. He talks about his addiction to pornography. He said it altered what he wanted, and what he wanted was something that didn't even exist on the planet anymore. I bet. Man, I thought the big problem with the pandemic was people drinking too much. (laughs) Turns out we're just whining and dining ourselves because we want another solo date. Men are willing to do just about anything for a woman if she's got this one thing going on with her wardrobe. Oh, uh, it'll say like a busty shirt, like a <laughs> low, what would you call that? Like Little a cleavage exposed? Yeah, like whatever the shirt is, it's like full cleave or full like Deep just v. everything's v. on display. Well, you're not far off. A new study has found and this study is kind of ridiculous, that men are much more willing to do a favor for a woman if her shirt makes it look like it's um, cold outside. (laughs) Nipply. 
The headlights are on. If uh, you're a little bit nipply. <laughs> Men were much like more likely to say they would help out a complete stranger. Uh, it actually seems like the more nipple, the more willing they're, uh, they are to help out. <laughs> including lending her $100. Oh, boy. Yeah, total stranger. Yeah, Need yeah. 100 bucks, No problem. The more nipple, the more likely they are to help out. Interestingly enough, on the flip side, women less likely to say they do a favor for a woman who's uh, got some nipples going on. But yeah, is that, a, is that a look that you guys like? I mean, I can see how just seeing the lines of a natural body are beautiful. The bra kind of disguises that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it, it wouldn't be something that uh, if I was designing something in a computer model mm-hmm. that I would even think about. Yeah, but it's but I funny. Guess sub- on the right person, you might be like, oh, it, it gives you a little bit more to think about. Subconsciously, this is like a whole subconscious study, right? Yeah. Like men didn't know why they were more willing to help out this woman than that woman. <laughs> that's so stupid. We, we are a stupid species, that's for sure. Bundus? <laughs> I've fallen victim many times. Oh, have yeah. you? Yeah. yeah, you put a pretty girl in front of me who's revealing something. I have fallen in that hole many times. What do you need? (laughs) What can I do for you? You want me to build you a shelf? Sure, no problem. Whatever it is. Don't worry about giving me any money. I'll just do it myself. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It's just it's it's very um, inviting and and um, alluring. Like it's it's leaving still a lot to the imagination, but you're getting more than you normally do, and you're like, oh, you're intrigued. So you just want to spend a little more time there. You don't know what you're gonna get out of it. Maybe nothing, but you're throwing the caution to the wind. You're you're trying to get some somewhere. Intrigue there. Yeah, I wonder if they did the same study. If it would make a difference for a woman doing a favor for a man. For a man. If if his headlights were on high. Beam. I, I don't think it works. Mora, does that like I'm make just a difference for you? If you saw a guy walk in and he's got like a tight tank top on and it's <laughs> boing. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I mean, subconsciously, I, I, I don't know. Subconsciously, I don't have the answer, but um, it's not like, like you guys can say definitely you're allured by the look. There's something there. If a guy's ripped and then he's got like boing and then you walk by him on the street, would you yeah, be like, maybe, oh, hello? Maybe there is something there because yeah. you just see more definition and it does draw you in a little bit, doesn't it? You're like, oh, the nipples, they're right there. <laughs> there they are. <laughs> <laughs> Look at yeah. you, you're so giddy. I think, I think we, I'm picturing think we it have now. our answer right there. <laughs> there it is. You figured it out. Maura, come back to us now. Okay. Come back. I'm here. Get out of that visualization. You focused? I'm back. Okay. You know, the French are known to make the sexiest lingerie in the world. So why are they slowing down production? That's because French lingerie is changing. There's been a shift, Tucker, in the past couple of years in demand. Oh, no! (laughs) Uh, In the past few years, the shift has gone from sexy to comfortable. Okay. And it's not only French lingerie. There's declining sales of Victoria's Secret in the last few years because the priority is no longer seduction. You used to walk into those types of stores and the main focal point was seduction. Now the main focal type is 
being comfortable, and you might find a small section for seduction, but that's not what the store is about. So you're not going to see lingerie stores selling teddies with thigh highs as often. They're focusing on workout and loungewear. The push-up bra is being sold out by the sports bra. The biggest items right now are sports bras and leggings. And there's a very strong demand for inclusivity <laughs> for every body type. I would say sports bras are the least attractive bras on the planet. I mean, Bundes, would you agree? You've seen a lot more bras on people than I have. <laughs> sports bras don't really look like bras to me. Like, it's a tank like a top. Wor- it's a tank, tank top. top. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, it's I'm, fine. I'm all about like... Uh, the Calvin Klein kind of casual look. I yes. think that's really sexy. But, yes. But a sports bra is not sexy. You can't make a sports bra sexy. Yeah, but Calvin Klein kind of has that sports bra look. But it's not a and, sports and bra. And it doesn't have to be a sports bra. That's that's the shift is that it's, you know, a push-up bra is, is extremely uncomfortable to wear all day. Like it's literally taking what you have, reaming it up in the air and yeah. holding it there all day. And then you take it off and you're like, you've built like red marks on your skin where it was digging into you. Matt, you got to find that happy medium between comfort and still sexy. I remember seeing a pair of underwear on somebody else that was like underwear for show, I felt like. Mm-hmm. They were like, I guess, briefs. Yeah. And they were tie-dye. And the guy was ripped. And I honestly, I was like... <laughs> <laughs> I felt like saying, get over yourself. Yeah. Oh, well, oh, stop Ooh. the breath. Wowee. <laughs> I, would, I would way rather see some genuine SpongeBob underwear yeah. than somebody who's trying really hard to whip out the best underwear I've ever seen. Oh, my goodness. I just bought this underwear <laughs> that I love. It's, it's Hurley underwear. Yeah. And in the mix, because it's like a three or four pack, I forget how many were in there but um there's like camo ones and so they're like little boy shorts camouflage just so when i get half naked you can't see me i disappear into the surroundings i don't know how i feel about camo in that region that's not something i want to make like disappear or make look smaller than it needs to be like a bullseye yeah right here yeah he 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 wants he wants horizontal lines right (laughs) just lots of them just so everything looks bigger than it actually is yes yeah yeah. It's Tucker and Mora in the morning. Energy 95.3. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. (laughs) For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.